Welcome to Marriage Revival. Ryan and Nissa took their marriage from average to awesome and after 16 years are still wildly in love, learned to live like newlyweds, love radically, and have a thriving marriage. Now here's your hosts, Ryan and Nissa Andrews. Welcome back to Marriage Revival. I'm Ryan. And this is Nissa. And we are going to be sharing today about our story. Yes, you guys are going to be excited. It's a magical story of pain. <laughs> pain that brought us to triumphal ending. <laughs> That's right. No, really, um, the main point that we want to make through this story, if you stick with us to the end, you'll hear it, is that we believe that every marriage, every single marriage, goes through a purif- the purifying fire. And that when we, you're in that moment of uh, chaos, disagreement, whatever, where it feels like crisis, that's actually the, the crucible. That's the, the point where all of the impurities of, that each of us bring to the table are, are being burned away. Yeah, it's being purified. And, you know, it's usually in those moments, it's all of these, the brokenness, the impurities, whatever it is you want to call it, um, it's always been in our life all along. And so usually, you know, in relationships, in marriage especially, you, it's like iron sharp, sharpening iron. And it's such a beautiful representation of what's happening. And so we're literally going through the fire. The impurities are coming up. The things that have been there all along, sometimes it's past hurts. Um, it could be a number of things, things that we're dealing with now, you know, uh, just arguments, whatever. So, um, and it just comes to the surface. And so what happens is what do you do with what happens when it comes to the surface. Yeah. That's the question. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> so a lot of people, they don't finish the purification process. And so... Yeah, they quit. Yeah, they, they quit. They, bail they out, give up. They give up. They get a divorce. They get into another marriage. And then the same thing happens over and over again. Statistically, if you get divorced once, you're going to get divorced multiple times. Yeah. It's just one of those sad statistics. And it's mm-hmm. really because... You know, God had put somebody in our life that was actually really good for us. Yeah, it's purifying our character. It's meant to transform us so that we walk and be like, like what we all want to be as Christians is to look like Jesus, to live like Jesus, to love like Jesus. And it's hard. <laughs> That's why he says, take up my cross and come with me. I mean, this is what it looks like and it can be hard, but the purification process is so important. Um, and so... You know, my husband, Ryan, he, the way we are together, it has helped produce the most beautiful fruit in my life because we stuck it out and we allowed God to prune us through the process to bring up the impurities and to get rid of those impurities so that we could shine like gold. And that's the whole purpose. And so we want to see golden marriages. Yeah. Amen. My wife is so beautiful right now. I'm staring at her. I'm just like freaking out. I, I couldn't even hear what you were saying. I was just like, I was just like, oh my gosh, this woman is so smoking hot. Sorry guys. I had a moment. Woo. Uh, anyways, oh my let's go back to the beginning. Uh, you know, so uh, we've been married about seven or yes. eight years. Yes. And we're going to start with me because I, I don't feel like it. This is our purification process. Okay. This so is the process. This is, this is the process. So, you know, we've been married about seven or eight years. We were living in Hawaii. Uh, We had three kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was the sole breadwinner and uh, working hard. We love the ocean. We are beach people. Beach people. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're staring at the ocean right this minute. 
Hallelujah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> a little blinded by the sun reflecting off the water, but it's a beautiful day. Oh, I thought it was me. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> so anyways, uh, where was I? She keeps throwing me off. It's amazing. Seven or eight years married we were, and I was, I was coming back home from work. And to this point, we had, like I said, a, a very average marriage. Um, you know, we loved each other. We cared about each other. We did things that annoyed each other. Um, you know, I don't know. I, it, it was, there was pains, there was hurts, there was happy times. It was, we had all of it, you know, it mm-hmm. was, it was a very average marriage. Um, other people thought we had a good marriage, I would say. Yeah. Uh, people had said that our kids were relatively well behaved comparatively. So I feel like the behavior of your children do reflect your marriage. So if your kids are acting up like crazy, it's probably because you guys need your connection. You need to connect more, but we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> Um, so it was about seven or eight years and I'm driving down the freeway and I'm on my way back home and I had worked a full day and I was exhausted. I was tired and I was kind of in, I was in traffic and typically, you know, stressed out. It was the end of the month. The bills were due. It was, it was a very rough time. Um, you know, we paid the bills all the time, but it it was hand to mouth. It was like every penny was spent at the end of the month and they got to earn some new, new money every month. So it was pretty rough and I'm on my way home and I remember the car thinking, how would you, how would you, how would have you, you have treated your wife back in the beginning when you first got married? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just was thinking about it. I was like, you know, you kind of, I don't remember if we had talked on the phone. I don't remember what precipitated this thought in my head, but I was like, you know, when we were first married, we were, man, we were gaga for each other. We were crazy mm-hmm. in love. We were wild. We would, didn't want to be separate. Didn't want to be separate. We'd have our we'd have naked yeah. Sundays where we would just lay naked all day long. I mean, that it was, was like, not before we were married. That was after. I didn't we say were before. Married. I oh. said in the beginning when we were oh, first okay. married. I didn't gotcha. say before. No. Okay. Or maybe I did, but I meant in the beginning. If I did, I'm just clarifying. <laughs> in the beginning, you know, I, I, newlyweds. That was newlywed the newlywed phase, right? Phase. And, yes. and it was like we were together all the time. We worked together. We were. It was. It was just. A, it was a very beautiful time, and. Um, we had, so anyways, so I, I was remembering this time and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, man, I treated her so different back then. I cherished her. I, you know, I like went out of my way to do things for her. I wanted to, to just make her happy all the time. I wanted to just make her smile all the time. And so I, I, I remember I called you up mm-hmm. and I said, I said, Hey, I said, uh, can I do anything for you? Can I, you know, go to the stop by the grocery store on the way home? Or is there any errands that you were trying to run that I can do for you? And I don't think you had anything specific at that time. I, yeah, I don't really remember if I said to But that was the beginning but... of it for me. Mm-hmm. So I get home, and I get home, and the, the kids are playing, and Anissa's dealing with the baby and changing a diaper or something like that. And I walk in, in the kitchen, you know, and the, the dishes are a little askew, and there's a little, you know, a little bit of a mess. It wasn't, like, disaster, but it was enough to where it's like, okay, this needs to get cleaned up. And I thought to myself, I don't want to clean these dishes. So I went over to do what I normally would do, is sit down and watch some TV or something like that. And I sat down on the couch and I thought, you know what? She doesn't will probably want to do them either. Yeah, that's a good word right there. <laughs> that's a good word. Come on now. Where, where, where's my amens on that one? <clears throat> so, Preach it. Preach it. <laughs> so I got up and I went over and I did the dishes and I cleaned the kitchen up completely and nobody saw me do it. The kids were still outside. Nessa was still with the baby nursing or whatever she was doing at the time. And I cleaned the whole kitchen up. And then I went and sat down and kind of, you know, just zoned out again. She came in. She made dinner. She said nothing. Not a word. Nothing. She didn't say one word to me like, wow, what happened in here? Nothing. You know, and I was sitting there thinking, I didn't get any props for this at all. 
which is <laughs> that's kind of a bad thought, but that was where I was thinking, right? That's where my mind was at. You know? I was busy making dinner, dealing with babies. I don't know. Well, I believed the lie that I was doing the dishes for her instead of doing our dishes. You know, that was and that's another episode too. We'll we'll save that one for another one. So um, the next day, she grabbed me by the arm on my way out the door, and she said, "Oh, I wanted to tell you. I forgot that yesterday. I wanted to tell you that it meant so much to me that you cleaned up the kitchen. I really appreciated that." And it, it just that moment, it kind of like melted away whatever blocks, shields, walls I had built up in my heart to protect myself, it just all fell away. And I went on, to, on with my day and went on with the work. And from that moment on, it was kind of like I, was, I made it my personal mission to see if I could help her in, and make her day better every day. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward three years from that, then we were in crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, oh, you know, I was becoming a good man. You know, I was doing all these things. But um, yeah, it came to a, a culmination, this, uh, this moment where it was like where the rubber kind of meets the road. And I just sat him down and told him, you know, I, I can't go on the way that it's going right now. I, I mean, in his head, he was thinking I was thinking divorce, but I never was in my head. But I needed to let him know how his actions were hurting me, that I was feeling really disconnected from his heart. Um, I just wasn't feeling very connected. I didn't feel that we were having a thriving marriage. And his words were really hurtful to me. So I was, kind of, I was trying to express how his actions I felt were kind of killing my spirit, my soul. I was, you know, I was already a broken person when he met. I mean, everybody has broken parts of them, but yeah. Um, so there, that's where past pains and different things also come up. And so we sat down and had this conversation, and he was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about." Well, basically. I had done so good, man. I had been getting so much better. I even a couple of years before this, my daughter. Oh my gosh, melts my heart. She was I don't know three or four maybe. And she goes, oh, I love my new daddy. I go, your new daddy? She goes, yeah, my happy daddy. <laughs> I was like, oh, you idiot. You know, it was like, that hurt so bad. <laughs> and at the same time, it was beautiful. You know, it was like, oh, thank God. So I had shifted a lot. Yeah. I was, I was not as angry. I was not as loud. And still, uh, you know, I had learned how to be sarcastic. I had learned how to um, shut your voice down. I had learned how to, I don't know. I mean, today there's all these stupid buzzwords like narcissistic and all this like codependence and all these crappy words that don't really mean anything. They're labels, okay? It's not a disorder. If you're wondering if narcissism <laughs> is a disorder, it's not. It's a label. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. Anyways, moving forward from there. You know, I was like in this in this like self mode of self-defense, self-protect or whatever. And so I shut her down all the time and treated her, you know, I mean, I didn't treat her bad but the way that I talked to her really hurt her it was not not cool at all yeah so yeah we finally had that moment where I just was like I there needs to be a shift because I'm just so hurting at this point like I don't yeah I just don't want to go said, on I like this I can't go on like this yeah <laughs> Which... I'm so hurting like I am so hurt that I don't think, I think if anything else piles on top of this, I, I don't know what will happen to me, basically. Eject, eject, eject. Eject, run away, I don't know. Well, and in this moment, then, it came out that, um, you know, that she didn't trust me. And she had, she, you, you had to have trust issues. 
Yes. I, and that's where, well, I didn't really realize it, you know, that deeply until the moment we started conversing about things and, and he was kind of, Ryan says, you know, well, you kind of have some trust issues. And when he said it, it pierced my heart because I knew, you know, when you hear something and you know, when it's truth being spoken over you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I knew in that moment, I just could feel the Lord just saying this so true. What are you going to do about that? You know? And so it was just like, I mean, and I'm talking within that second when he spoke that over me, I was like, whoa. And I was thinking and I was hearing the Lord telling me, you know, that's true. What are you going to do with this, with all this distrust? And then I thought, wow, my distrust, you know, I've been responding to my husband out of distrust all of these years. I mean, that sucks. <laughs> what does that look like? Yeah, you know? that sucked for me. How, how, you know, what, what's my part in this, you know, as well? So um, really instantly, I mean, honestly, I don't know how people do it without God and the Holy Spirit because I yeah. knew it was Holy Spirit driven. Yeah. Well, where it was the conviction and him telling us, giving us wisdom and understanding of what to do in the moment. Yeah. And, you know, it was really amazing as we just kind of stared at each other like, wow, okay, so what do we do? Okay, so what do we do? <laughs> it was like the moment of truth where it all, the impurity surfaced and it all got seen. Wow. You know, it's like when it comes to the surface in the boiling moments, it's boiling, 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 whatever. And then when it comes to the surface, it's like it gets, it's the, it's the moment where God wants to remove it. And so, I mean, that's how we liken it now at this point when we look back. We're yeah. like, that's totally what it was. And it was in that moment, all these, there were so many things that God was showing us, showing Ryan his stuff, I was seeing my stuff, and it came to the surface. And you have a choice. What am I going to do? Am I going to allow God to remove that? Yeah. And what it is, is it is literally a removal. So when, I, when, when the Lord said, you know, what are you going to do with that? I was like, I don't know. What do I do with that? He said, restore trust from this day forward. Trust your husband. Like literally, you just hand it over to that him. That was powerful. It was powerful. That was powerful. And really, uh, I think we needed that shift from you to make it happen. You know, like I, I had said, okay, fine. I will, I will I'll give you permission. I gave you permission to call me out anytime I was being rude, anytime I was, you know, spoke poorly, anytime I was like, I said, look, I'm not hearing it. It's not my intention. I'm not trying to be mean. So anytime you, you hear it, feel it, I mean, I go, you can embarrass me. It doesn't matter. Just mm-hmm. call me out anytime. Because Ryan's an external processor. So mm-hmm. everything comes out of his mouth. All the time. It just flies out of the mouth. <laughs> just, and just so goes. he needed to learn to hold his tongue more. Me on the opposite, <sighs> it would be like pulling teeth to get me to talk. <laughs> uh, you <laughs> you know, know, I was like... Try to fight with her. I couldn't fight with her. She wouldn't say a word. We never really fought in no. our marriage because I just am not a fighter whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I have strong opinions. I'm not saying I, but I learned to have my voice, that my voice, um, my needs were important. My voice was important. Um, all of those things. So I began to shift those. So him shifting his things helped me to have a voice, to be confident, 
um, as a woman, as a wife, all of these things. And then me releasing the distrust, I mean, was huge for me to go from, you know, I have all kinds of broken, you know, things with men in my past, um, of all kinds of sorts of things, which I won't go into detail, but I had a lot of trust issues and I realized, wow, you know, I didn't realize how deep this goes. And Mm. so being able to release that was such a heavy, like it felt like this burden. And, but you know, the Bible talks about my yoke is easy. My burden is light. So when I literally released it, because that's what you're doing is you're not releasing it just to your spouse. You're literally releasing it to God and his burden, his yoke is so easy. And this whole weight lifted off of me in that moment when I did that, it was just a huge shift. And I literally meant it. It was like, and we told it to each other. I said, from this day forward, I choose to trust you. Yep. You know, I trust you with like all whatever. So I dealt with my fears and we had practical steps, you know, like this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. And, um, and we both accepted it. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, cool. All right, we're done. Let's move, let's move forward from let's here. Let's move forward. You know, it's a new day. It's a new day. And really through the process, it, you know, it, it was an instant change, but it was still a process. There were still moments where I, you know, was rude and, and inconsiderate and whatever else. And there were moments where you were, you know, not operating, operating out of complete trust. Right. Because there, there is, you know, you've done it one way for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, however old you are, right. you know, and then now all of a sudden you're going to do it different. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you can't expect to get it right every time. Yes. Yeah. So there's, that's where mercy comes in. That's where mercy and grace you know, comes in. And grace comes in We'd and like God to, gives grace, you know. We like to say that to go from crisis to bliss, you have to go through grace. It has to happen. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, oftentimes you'll see people that they'll have their lists like, oh, well, if this person does A, B, C, D, and E, then, then I'll trust them. You know, and the other person, you know, is like, well, if they do mm-hmm. these th- these things, then we can we can get back to that. Then mm-hmm. we can try it. And I understand with pain and hurt, and it, I get it. But at the same time, the only way you're going to get there to the other side is through grace. That's what how God does it with us. That's how you know, and mm-hmm. that's the only way that we can do it moving forward. So we had we had built this this new life, this new marriage, and really from that point forward, it was just like thriving, happy, joy, peace. Mm-hmm. You know, we were together, team. We were learning, yeah. you know, we we're learning how to parent better. We were learning how to, um, everything just, it just grew from there, mm-hmm. like a healthy tree. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we believe this is, this is for everybody. We believe this is for every marriage. This is every, every couple out there that this is not unique. We believe that this is why we fight and argue and, and have, you know, dis- disconnection and all these things are because of there's pains in the way, there's blocks in the way, there's things that are keeping us from being open when open with each other. And um, I think, you know, in, an, in another episode, we'll talk about the open heart because it's such an important thing. But yeah, because it explains how we get like, a lot of people say, I mean, how do you how did you just change? So um, yeah, we'll definitely talk about the open heart, some scriptures that show you why it's possible to have an instant change. Um, it's very, very powerful. So you're going to definitely want to listen to that because it will revolutionize the way you respond and do things and walk out some practical ways, you know? It's pretty powerful. Yeah. So um, that's kind of our story. And we just wanted to share with you guys where, where we came from and where we are now. And, you know, 
if if you're having any if you're having any any questions for us, we we actually have a live question and answer um, time that we do on Facebook in our Facebook group. We have a private Facebook group, so you don't have to worry about mom seeing it or you know your sister or brother or you know friend or whatever to picking up on what you're writing. You know, it's a private Facebook group, so you can ask open, honest questions. And just following this this episode, we're gonna you know we just open it up to our people in the group to ask questions, and you know we do our best to answer, and we we stick mm-hmm. around for until the questions are answered. Nice. Um, so if you want to join that group, just get over to our website, ryannissa.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-S-S-A.com. Uh, get over to our website. You find the link on there somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I'll make actually. it easy. I'll just do ryannissa.com. And if you if it's not there yet, keep checking back. But I'll do ryannissa.com slash Facebook. Okay, so go to ryannissa.com slash Facebook, and I'll make a link from there that goes to our group. And you can see, you know, you can get in, yes. get involved with the group. Um, it is private, it is paid, but it is awesome. People are are growing there. We have uh, we do teachings, we do specific things that we don't do on the podcast, and we're open and honest. You have a community of other people that are going after becoming radical lovers, yes. thriving marriages, you know, digging up the gold in each other's lives, speaking life. It's a really awesome group. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a great community. So go join us over there, be a part of that. If you want to just daily inspirations, get on over to Instagram, Marriage Revival. It's uh, at marriage.revival. Yes, marriage.revival. Follow us on Instagram. We mm-hmm. Nissa put some pretty rad stuff on there. We put some inspirational things. Um, you know, just keep you in tune every day to just loving your spouse well. And you know, how often do we do that? We really don't. I mean, if you think about how often you've read a marriage book or gone to a marriage conference or you know worked on your marriage, you just don't. It's kind of like handwriting. You know, when was the last time you practiced handwriting? <laughs> <laughs> right, like second grade, right. third grade. You know, maybe you had a stint in high school. Yes. You know, and so we don't spend much time focused on this. We spend a lot of time focused on health or business or other things that we think are immediate. But really, Mm -hmm. it all stems from a base of a happy, healthy marriage. When you have a strong, healthy, happy marriage, it's really easy to be fit physically, Mm -hmm. healthy, to eat healthy together. Like, how cool is that to share, you know, when... We eat to the, we eat the same foods. You know how many couples do we know where the wife it does, has a special diet and the husband doesn't want to be a part of it, so he does his own thing or whatever. Like, yeah. And, and I guess there's there's a time for that, but for the most part, you know, we're on the we're on the same page same with page all that. With everything. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, when you think about it too, we we steward things well in our life. We if we buy a house, we take really good care of it. Yeah, we right. clean it. We fix it up. We refurbish it. We paint the walls. We constantly do things for upkeep and to um, yeah you get a new car you increase the value yeah you get a car you know you wash it you know every week watering you your detail plants. it here yeah. and there you mm-hmm. water your plants there's so many things in life that we take really good care of and the most important thing we should be taking care of is relationships is yeah. especially with our spouse so um relationships are important and mm. marriage is like, I mean, that is the, the only other covenant relationship. We have two covenant relationships in life, and God is one, and our spouse is the other covenant relationship. And covenant relationships are worth it. Your spouse is worth it to um, just do anything we can to love each other better, you know, and to uh, treasure each other and cherish each other. This is the things, these are the things we do to 
steward each other well. This is God's gift to me. My husband was a gift for me. Yes. And God created him and he's amazing. And he's got mm. the most gorgeous blue eyes <laughs> that are staring at me right now. I but, can't take you know, my eyes off of you. <laughs> 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 so anyways, my whole point is just saying your spouse is worth it. It's worth it for us to listen to podcasts, to read books, to um, do things that just unite our hearts and knit us together. Yeah, and if you're local, come join one of our Marriage Encounter weekends. They're amazing. People literally, they leave transformed. We have people come that that aren't even, don't even think they have a bad marriage. There's nothing wrong with their marriage. They're just yeah. coming either to to support us or to support marriage in general, or they're like, okay, yes. yeah, maybe we should try this out. And they even will get testimonials from people saying, like, oh my gosh, our marriage is completely different. We like it's so good now, you know. Yeah, um, it's so good. Yeah, we have people that come the first night and they bring friend, they bring other couples the next yeah, the day. Next day yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. can my can I bring people? You know, can they sign up for it? So uh, we even have people that end up coming the next day. Um, so it's it's really powerful. It's so worth it, and uh, to love each other well and to do what it takes to love each other well and. Um, to take care of each other, take care of our hearts so that our hearts are full to take care of our spouse, you know? So, yes. All right. Well, yeah. hey, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Um, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.